Welcome back to another edition of Real Talk with Real People. I have a very, very, very special guest with me today. Hi, guys. Hello there, Miss Kalia Lafayette. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing good. You? I'm doing wonderful. Good. So why don't you tell your listening audience a little bit about you? Who are you? Why are you here sitting in front of me today? Okay, I'm Kalia Lafayette, and I'm here. I'm a college student, first year. I'm just here to tell you guys the tips and tricks, I guess, to college. My experience. Okay, tips and tricks. All right, first of all, let's talk about what, what college do you go to? Rutgers University in Newark. In Newark, and um, this is your first year? Yes. And you finished your first semester? Yes, I did. Well, how do you like it? It went by good. Went by good? Well. Went by well? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and what's your major? Psychology. And why did you choose that major? Um, I just chose this major because I always wanted to work in a hospital, and I feel like I could use psychology to, like, talk to the patients and, like, you know. Okay. All right. So why don't you tell us about some of those tricks and tips that okay. you learned while you was on campus? And this, Do you stay on campus? Yes, I do. Right, I so, stay on campus. So you learned a few things while you was on campus, and yes. you want to share it with some, some individuals that might be listening and yes. might be a little bit uh, running around trying to figure things mm -hmm. out. You want to help them out, right? Yes, I'm here to help. Okay. <laughs> what you got to tell us? Okay, so we could start off by saying that I did a summer program, like, after I graduated to prepare for this semester in the fall. Mm -hmm. And if your college have, like, a summer program, you should definitely attend because that really helped me. I realized, like, the summer program helped me in a way. Helped you in a way? Yes. Okay. So what's the name of your summer program? It's called EOF. It was, like, a funding educational opportunity Something like that. Is it offered to everyone? Yes. Oh, so everyone can take advantage you of could, it? You could, yes. Oh, okay. But not everyone does? No, because they feel like that's a waste of their summer. They just graduated, but I'm here to tell you you should take it. Oh, okay. It's really helpful. So it's like a it's summer school? Yes, basically. Okay, but does it last the entire summer? Do they have any part of the summer that's their own, or does it last the entire summer? It starts in the beginning of July, and it ends the beginning of August, so like a month long. Oh, okay. So what did you learn while you were there? I learned that, like, you meet different people. They come from different areas, and the work is, like, kind of like what you're going to see in the fall, so it's, it'll be easier for you because you already saw it in the summertime if you take it seriously. Oh, okay. I'm, so you're you're taking... You're taking classes. classes. Do, do you get credit for those classes that you're taking, or is it just um, considered a brush-up class and you don't get college credits for it? You don't. You don't get college credits, but you get. It comes with perks. Like, for it, to be an EOF like student, you could like get different like funding that a regular student wouldn't get, and like different perks that you get. Okay. All right, so um, do you work on campus? Yes, I do. Was that part of the perks for from this program? No. No? So mm -hmm. you didn't get, like, a, a good job because you were part of this EOF program? No, but you could. 
Oh. I chose, well, I didn't click yes on the application. I don't know why. Okay. All right. But you should, because working on campus is easier than finding an outside job. finding an outside job, yes. That makes sense. So what are the perks that you uh, learned while you was on campus? Um, Just to know your campus, like the different buildings. You already see it in the summertime, so like... In the fall, you won't be looking for your classrooms because you know, oh, this building is right here, that building's right there. It's just become easier. You co- you become comfortable in your environment. Okay, so you get a little bit more acquainted. Mm-hmm. With, um, that that sounds good to me. So, yep. is there anything interesting on the campus that um? They have like a lot of activities in between classes. You get free shirts, free water bottles, and you get to learn like different. Things about the health and different stuff that you have access to you on campus that you might not know, like me. Oh, and how and you discovered these things by just walking around the campus, or yes. did somebody um, hip you to them? Well, I walked up to a table one day and I saw we had these water bottles, and I was like, "Oh, I want one." So I walked up, and the man was like, "Hey, do you know you have a pharmacy on campus?" And I was like, "No, I don't." So he gave me a card with all the information. And I was like, wow, I really didn't know that. So I feel like when you go to these stands that's outside, you should like definitely look at the information because you might not know like what's on campus that's available for you. Oh, okay. That sounds good. And that's useful information. So let's talk about some of your studies. What are you taking? You took all of your um, classes that you had to take first, yes. right? You didn't take any of your major classes. No, not yet. But right. I'm looking forward to You're next semester. You're looking forward to it? Yes. So next semester you'll be able to take some of the more interesting classes. So yes. right now you're just taking your basics. Your basics. Mm-hmm. And how was class for you? Um, It was really interesting. Each class had a different type of professor, and I was just like, wow. For example, in my English class, this man is really like, my professor was really crazy, not in a bad way, but in a weird way. He still got the work done. We still learned. But, like, when we was taking, like, in-class essays or, like, different, you know, tests, he would, like, do strange things. And I was just like, what? Like, I don't know. It's just be funny. Okay. So this experience in college is different from um, when you were in high school. Yes. High yeah. school. Yeah. Sorry. High school. The teachers would really be on you, like, you better do your work. But in college, it's like, if you don't do it, it's going to hurt you at the end. The the professors don't really care. Is it that they don't care, or is part of the college experience is learning your independence? So Mm -hmm. choices and consequences, right? Yes. You go to college to learn, and if you don't want to learn, you're not in high school anymore. Nobody's going to make you learn. Yes, you're correct. It's not like they don't care. It's like they don't really be on you. So, like, if you're a person that needs somebody to be on you 24-7 in college, you just have to, like, just cut that out. All right. Well, I guess your first year as a freshman, you kind of learn that. It's kind of hard as a freshman because you still have high school mentality. You do. So you're still running around here, you know, like a high school Mm -hmm. um, student as opposed to a college student. But in college is where you learn how to be young adults. Yes. So how is that journey going for you? You're learning how to be a young adult? Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, It started off like friends. Like in high school, you would like hang out with your friends or whatever. But in college, it's like you could hang out with your friends, but you have to know like 
why you came to college. Like, even if you're dorming, you can't just be out to, like, 2 in the morning because you know you have class at 8, eight o'clock. In high school, you probably could go out or whatever, but it's different in college. You just, like, mature. Yeah, and more. you're learning responsibility. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your first semester. I know we're kind of briefly talking about it, but there's so much more to the college life. And in, you, you're staying on campus, so yes. there's so much more. Um, you're, you're away from home. That means you're um, cooking your own food or, or you're going to the cafeteria to have food. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us what is a typical day in the life of a freshman college student? Okay. Through, through your eyes, of course, because everybody's different. Okay. So my typical typical day would be waking up, going to class. Classes are about like an hour long, mm-hmm. an hour and 20 minutes. So if you, well, me, I have like a class in the morning. Then I have like breaks in between my class. So I would like text some friends like, do you want to go to the cafeteria? Because we don't really have like a kitchen in our dorm. So we have to go to the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So you go to the cafeteria. Nine times out of ten, the food isn't, like, good, like a home-cooked meal, but it still, like, gets you, like, full. And then after that, you get ready for your next class. And then since I had a job, I have a job. So I would get, like, after my classes are over, I would get ready for work. Then same thing would go, like, okay. each day. You have a roommate? I do. You like your roommate? Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> so you guys are different as night and day is that what it is we are well i guess the whole idea of dorming is to get to know your roommate your roommate so you guys hang out or no we used to i guess we still do but we started like bumping heads when like certain things that she would do i wouldn't like and vice versa but mostly her so for example like we had well she brought this speaker in and she would like play it loudly like around like one o'clock in the morning and then I would ask her to turn it down then she would turn it down and then like a few minutes later I'll hear it like kind of going back up so it's like kind of nerve-wracking telling somebody what to do like 24 7. Oh okay but you being a psych major you do know that um personality is part of the learning process as we get to know each other and how each other um, react to different things. (sighs) Well. Other than that, I like dorming. It's more convenient. Convenient? Yeah. Convenient than, like, commuting. Okay. It's it's better. Because then you're in one place, you know where you need to go, and... You get tired sometimes having to wake up in the morning, get dressed in your house, and then, you know, it's like going to work. Yes. <laughs> and um, so it, it does It does matter, I think, that you're able to stay on campus. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts about um, the, the um, current election? Now, the only reason why I'm asking you your thoughts about the current election is because this year you're able to vote, right? Yes. Are you registered to vote? Yes. Okay, so this is the year that you're going to be showing a lot of adult things. And um, have you been following the um I actually elections? have an app that, like, pops up and tells me, like, what's going on in the office. Like, recently when they said that Trump was impeached, mm-hmm. 
I had got some info that it's kind of like bad that he's impeached because the vice president is even worse than him. So I was just like, wow, what are we going to do? Do you understand the whole impeachment process? Mm, not really. I just know that even though he's like impeached, he still can run in a different section of the office. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Are you planning on voting this year? Yes. I just don't know who. Okay. Well, I don't think any of us really know who we're going to vote for. But I think it's very important that young people exercise their vote. So I'm glad you registered. And yeah. I'm glad that you are at least following some of these debates so that you can have a clue as to where to go in the yes. polls. So I'm trying to think of all of the adulting that you're doing right now. <laughs> and um, so what else can you tell me about your experience at um, school, outside of school, but just being an adult? I mean, are you 18 yet? Yes. Okay, so that makes you an adult. Um, I learned a lot. You, well, I noticed that you could learn from like other people, your family. Like every day I just learn something new. And it's like really amazing how much I'm maturing. Okay, so tell me about you. Okay, so, like, we're going to start off my childhood, if that's okay. Yes, I want to get to know you. Your audience wants to get to know you. So tell us how you are growing and, and, you know, from where you started to where you are right now. Okay, so when I was younger, me and my mom used to, like, kind of fight a lot. Well, we used to go, like, argue back and forth. And then as I grow up like I just realized you always have to listen to your parents like everyone knows that mm-hmm. even though you bump heads with them is you still have to listen to them so now I teach my younger siblings to do the same because I had to learn the hard way like say I would like argue with my mom I couldn't go out the next weekend and mm-hmm. that would really like make me mad so I'm like you guys just have to stop and just act right because at the end of the day your mother's gonna do what she do, like, she's going to buy you stuff. She's going to take care of you. So why are you, like, acting, having an attitude with her? So now you're learning how to be the big sister that gives yes. the advice yes. of how to be a better um, sibling. Yes. How many sisters you have? I have one sister and one brother. And how old are they? My sister is nine. My brother's 13. Oh, okay. All right. So, next so me and my brother really, like, we see eye to eye because we were both, like, teenagers Mm -hmm. and i just be telling him you just change your ways don't give your mom an attitude don't give your father attitude because at the end of the day you're going to need them absolutely and what else do we need to know about you um like what's your favorite color let's start with something simple what's your favorite color i like baby blue baby any blue. blue but baby blue the most why baby blue it reminds you of the sky um the water Oh. I like being in the water, oh. outside, nature. Oh, okay. So what's your, what's your um, zodiac sign? You are Aries. Oh, you're a fire sign, not an earth sign. Mm-mm. But you like being outside in nature. I do. All right, well, what do you do when you're outside? You, you go hiking, you play no. basketball, do you hang out in the park? park what what yeah. do you do? So I go to the park with my friends. We just, like, play around, swing. Well, that's when I used to go to the park. But now when I go outside, it's either like I have to get somewhere. But when I'm walking, I like kind of look at the trees and look up sometimes. And I just like being in fresh air. I don't okay. like the feel of being enclosed. So oh, I go okay. outside. 
So you, are you a very intense person? Do you think you're very intense? Like, are you a deep thinker or? Yes. What do I, you think about when you're out there in nature? I think about, like, how did Earth... I tend to think about, like, the deeper stuff. Like, if I look at a tree, I'd be like, how old do you think this tree is? Like, I tell myself that. I'm just that type of person. I don't know why. No. You have a spiritual side? Yes. I yeah. think so. You think so? Yes. Do you know so or do you think so? I know so. Oh, okay. Because if a person tends to think about, you know, spiritual stuff and, like, meditate, well, try to meditate and think beyond, like, just being here, everyday life, I think you're pretty spiritual, if you know. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> and do you like to read? What kind of, what is your favorite book? I really don't like reading, but when I was younger, I liked um, Junie B. Jones, if you know. No, I don't. It's about, like, this typical child. She just gets in a lot of trouble. Then after, like, every chapter, she learns from her mistakes. Oh, okay. So that's kind of like me. Okay. I like that book. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, What else do you want to talk about? Um... Do you have any questions for me? Uh, let's see. I can think of a whole lot of questions for you. But I'm trying to give you an opportunity to tell us about yourself. And share some things with us about you so we can get to know you. So when we were here the other day, you, you were here with me. And I had mentioned that you were my little apprentice. Did yes. you have any... Um, Questions about um, podcasting, because you seem to be very excited about um, being involved with, with podcasting. So are you interested in um, doing more of this type yes, of Yes, I am. I'm just kind of nervous, so I really don't know. Like, I was very interested into doing this, but like when I got here, I just <laughs> got kind of nervous. Like I didn't know what to say. But I do like watching podcasts so being in one is like the same experience i like it yeah and i often think that i'm a youtuber so like i record videos talking in my dorm so i just feel like me talking is normal so i just have to get used to it more oh okay you gotta get used to hearing your voice yes okay so we're gonna bring you back and and have you sit in with me as i do some um podcasts from some guests coming in i'm gonna let you interview some guests would you like to do that? oh yes okay it's like an internship right Mm -hmm. and you you learning how to to be a host and some engineering work too i can have you doing some engineering stuff you can make sure everything is uh is uh good not um you know, falling apart over here because I'm trying to do everything as as I do this. I do not have an apprentice. I do not have an engineer. I do not have a helper. So this is an opportunity for me to help you while you help me. Yes. I'll be looking forward to doing that part. Okay, good. So what else can we talk about since I have you on my airwaves? Um, what? Tell me what you're interested in. Tell me what you want to know. Tell me what what's burning in your head right now some questions that you want to ask me or some things that you want to talk about things that you just think about on a on a every day let's let's get into okay. a discussion okay so normally 
like when I'm at school in my dorm, I often think about my career because I hear a lot of people say, oh, like psychology majors, they really don't have like a good paying job or like that just been on my mind a lot. So I'd be thinking like if I should change or if I should just stick to it. But I'm most likely going to stick to it. But I just like other people just like, oh, they don't really have a good job. They really don't have like things that you would want to do. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. Well, what made you decide to become a psychology major? Mostly the reason was um, I wanted to like, like how we're doing now, like be more comfortable talking to others. And, like, say if you're having a bad day, I want to be there to, like, see what's the problem. And then I tell you, like, how are you acting? Like, what's the reason why? Mm -hmm. Not just to, like, give you medication. Just, like, say say if you have depression. I don't want to sit here and, like, give you medication and be like, take this and that's it. But I just want to have, like, a conversation with people. And I wanted to work in the hospital because I think that's where... Most hospitals don't really have, like, a person there to, like, send their patients, like a child who just got injured, mm-hmm. to, like, talk to them. Most of the, like, hospitals really don't have that. So you're, you're kind of interested in um, social work type stuff, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't think that you should be concerned about what other people think mm-hmm. about what you should be doing with your psychology careers. All right, so I'm online right now, and I'm looking at psychology careers, you know, okay. um, so I'm going to throw some things out there. You don't have to be any of these things, but these are some of the things that you could be with your with your degree. Okay. Uh, correctional officer, a police officer, a psychiatric technician, a social worker. Uh, okay. Uh, administrative service manager, a community <laughs> service manager, okay. a computer programmer, a health educator human factor specialist, human resource specialist. So these are all the um, careers you can have with your um, um, bachelor's degree in psychology. So it's an open market management analyst, market research analyst, public relations specialist. So someone telling you that you're not going to be able to find a job because you've chosen this career is Mm -hmm. obviously not correct. Here, I'll keep going. Guidance counselor, human service professional, teacher, um, a victim advocate. It sounds like that might be what you want to do because it sounds a lot like what you're looking to do. I think everyone should do what they like and not be concerned with what other people think. And if this is where your heart um, is taking you, then you should pursue it. There are so many other fields that you can get into with this degree that I wouldn't worry about this. If this is the route you want to take, mm-hmm. then I would just take whatever yes. route you want to take That's without what I worrying do. about others. Yep. Now, do you have a minor that you were thinking about or no? Um, actually, I was going to minor in social work because at first I was going to major in that, but my school doesn't offer um, a major in social work, so I'll just minor. They offer a minor? Yes. It looks like you're on the right track. Yes. You seem to know what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. I do. All right. So we're going to put a check mark on that one because that's one down. What else you got? Um, as far as what I think about, I don't know. You don't know what you think about. I do know, but I don't. <laughs> nothing major. 
I think about working a lot. I'm the type of person that works a lot. Do you well, like I working will, a lot? Yes. Why? Because you like making money or yes. you just like being in places where you could work? Mostly the money part. Okay. So you got dreams? Yes. So what are your dreams? See? There's a lot to talk about. What are your dreams? What do you want to do? I want to like be able to have my own house, cars, anything in my name without having to ask like my parents for money. Like I just want to have my own stuff okay. when I get older. Adulting. Yes. You're, you're, you're working toward being an adult. Yes. Because <laughs> if I ask my mom for something or my parents, they'd be like, you have a job? I'm just like, you're right. So I just need to focus on like doing what's better for me and not trying to turn to my parents to ask for money and stuff like that. Okay. So you're very independent. That's good. Yes, that's what I'm working on. Well, you look like you're doing a very good job at that. Thank you. <laughs> don't I'm laugh. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's so you don't have to be sorry. I know it's difficult. You don't <clears throat> you you feel like you're on the spot like what do I talk about yeah, now? I don't, yeah. Like what do we talk about? Let's see what we can talk about. Um Hmm. Well, I would ask you if you read any good books lately, but how could you when you're in school? Yes, there's a doing, lot of things. You're doing work in school. It's difficult to read books outside of schoolwork, and yes. I understand how that is. We could talk about, like, certain, like, the books that we have to buy for these classes. It's kind of expensive. Well, they are expensive. They are expensive. Yes, so we could talk about that. All right, so, all right, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, how are you buying your books? This semester, I only had to buy one book, which was cheap. It was like $50. But next semester, I looked onto um, this one particular math class that I'm taking. I have to, it's online, but I have to, like, buy. It's like buying the program that we're using, and mm -hmm. it's like, a hundred and fifty dollars just for that semester and i'm just like wow do you get any help um well do you um financial aid does does it help you as far as um purchasing books how does that work they do so financial aid if you have a problem a trouble with buying books or buying anything else you have to like ask appeal for it so you're appealing for money but it's like thousands of other kids that appeal for money. So it's like you're on a waiting list and it takes forever to come in. And you have to buy the books between like at a certain deadline. So you're waiting for money. But then again, you have a deadline coming up. So it's like you might as well just buy it yourself. Okay. So financial aid doesn't necessarily cover books then. It just really covers classes. Yes. So how do they expect these... Um these students to get their books that's what i was saying like we just students well i know you're supposed to like have the responsibility to buy your own stuff yeah but how but uh, not i'm assuming and i don't know not all of the students are working right yes not all it's only some that's working and the um school offers on-campus jobs but it's like a whole process you have to have a resume some students don't really have resumes like, some students come from, like, different cities or whatever. They really don't know what to do, so it's kind of hard, and the mm -hmm. deadlines be coming up so fast. So what does the student do? Um, Is there, like, a book borrowing? Um, oh, yes. It's a website, I think, that you could 
rent books okay. for like half well whatever it comes in but it's like um what's the call when you used books mm-hmm. so you rent them out and then you ship it back okay so. that helps a little bit yes but the website i just don't know how you buy a program on a computer for that much they i don't think you get help for that oh okay well it seems like going to college um not only is it expensive, but it puts a whole lot of financial burdens on these students before yes. they even become an adult. You walk out of the college with so much debt that it's... Huh, it's crazy. It is crazy. I had to take a lot of trips to the financial office because I was one of those students who had a hold on their account because I couldn't pay the full like bill. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wasn't working as much at the time because I was just coming from high school. I really didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. So I just had to get connects and then learn people. Like, my friend, she told me to go to this lady. I had an appointment with this lady, and she was trying to help me because I'm also in another program Mm -hmm. called Rutgers Future Scholar. I was in that program since seventh grade until now. And... The lady, she basically sent me to another lady, and the lady was basically like, I'm going to help you because I see that you need help. So she, like, on a waiting list, she skipped me to the first person, and, like, they put aid on my account. Mm -hmm. So I had, like, I had, like, $1,800 knocked off of my bill just because I knew, like, other people that helped me to get to that lady. Okay. So that was helpful. Very helpful. And it's really a, a shame that um, you have to go through so much just, yes. to, um, just to go to school. Right. Now, you said that you're part of uh, Rutgers. Rutgers uh, Future Scholar. Okay. So do they help you at all? Do they pay part mm-hmm. of the tuition? They do. Tuition and fees, they pay part of it. Okay. So my, I'm, the, I'm learning to, like, teach my brother to get into these programs that I was in okay. so he could have like somewhat of an easier way into getting college to get into college are you the first one of your um siblings to go to college yes okay so now you're going to learn everything and then you're going to go back and teach it to them yes okay. so they won't have any trouble it's kind of tough to be the first one huh yes you're the one who busts through the door open everything <laughs> up and yes and 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 then have to go back and, and show the others. It's like trial and error. So you feel like the whole weight of the world is on your shoulders sometimes? Yes. And my mom don't be knowing what to do. Because she never experienced, like, college. So, like, the whole application process, I had to, like, go to my school, wait in somebody's office to, like, so they could help me. Mm-hmm. Then my mom really didn't really know what to do. Well, I mean, that's understandable. Yeah, right? it is. So it's it's tough, mm-hmm. but I think it makes you a better person. It do. And once you know all the ins and outs of what to do, now you will be able to assist somebody else. And it makes sense going into the field that you're going into. Mm-hmm. You know, you are a person who likes to help other people. Yeah. So I go back and tell my mom, oh, like, once my brother gets to this level, you could do it easy because I'm here to help you guys. Mm-hmm. She's so proud of me. It's crazy. Of course she's proud of yes. you. Yes. 
Of course she is. Mm -hmm. And you're proud of yourself. You should be. I am. Good. Mm -hmm. Um, so far the college experience is going well. So, like, if you're afraid to go to college or you don't know what to expect, just go in, have an open mind. Don't be, like, shut off because, oh, another thing, I'm, like, leaving high school, I was kind of, like, not shy, but I really didn't talk to people that I didn't know. So, my first semester, I, like, shocked myself because I would, like, talk to random strangers, like, Say if I didn't know, like, what the homework was, I would talk to the person next to me. And, like, in high school, I wouldn't even talk to anybody that I didn't know. So college kind of changed me to be an open person, not to, like, judge nobody, not to be like, oh, I don't know him, so I'm not going to talk to him. I just, like, talk to anybody if I need help. And if people come up to me and, like, ask me where to go, I tell them. So if I was the same person that I was in high school, I would have just kept walking because I don't really talk to other people that I don't really know. Well, that's a great thing to share because I believe that going to college gives students a whole nother outlook on life. I think college should be experienced by by all of you so that you, even if you, even if you don't stay, I mean, I think even a whole, even a year of college is is important. Yes. Just by what you just said. It gets you to see people in a different environment. Mm-hmm. You get to learn about other cultures and other ways of life and it keeps you from being judgmental. Yes. I have another example about like a whole nother culture. So every morning I would see like this guy. We have like a little volleyball court thing with sand in front of our dorms. So this guy would be out there like sitting in the sand like meditating in front of everybody he's not like caring what people say and i'll just be looking at him like that's really bold like he just be doing his own thing no shoes on just doing his own thing and i'm just like wow that's really bold of him okay so he inspired you in a way yeah like don't be afraid of what how other people like look at you just do what you want to do because on like on campus nobody really like judge well I don't know I don't judge anybody that I see so I hope that's how everybody should think don't judge anybody just because of what they're doing outside like just meditating Mm -hmm. do you meditate I try to okay I feel like it's not like a certain way because I searched up like how to meditate but it's not like a guideline to meditate you just sit down like relax yourself that's what I think. That's meditating. And think. Go into deep thought about the things. Now, is there anything in the world that bothers you? Um, as of right now, I think about not having enough money. Okay. But I know it's just materialistic things, but... But you need money to survive. Yes, so. that's what I think about a lot. Yeah. And saving. Like, I'm having a trouble... I'm having trouble saving my money, so I'm, like, constantly going to my mom, like, how to save, but nobody really knows how to save. They just, I don't know. Okay. Well, we can start there with um, how to save. There's many, many programs that you can Mm -hmm. um, get yourself involved in. There's one that I share with my family. It's, um, I think it's 
how to save like a thousand dollars or twelve hundred dollars a year a year um there's like um a sheet that tells you how much money to put a put away every month every, i just every two weeks or oh, every okay. week or sometimes they might even have monthly but um you can do it as far as you can do it like every week you can do it every two weeks it's a bi-weekly or every week and sometimes it's every month depending on um you know what you're looking for like okay. you're working so you get paid every week no every two weeks okay so like every two weeks for instance say if you take say I don't know, $25, $50 every two weeks, mm -hmm. and you put it aside. One of the, the, a good way of doing this is if you decide that you're going to do that, then you can just tell yourself that whatever your paycheck is is minus whatever it is that you are going to put aside. And then in your mind, you'll know. Like if you get paid, I'm just throwing some numbers out there. Okay. You get paid $100 okay. a week. Say you get paid $100 a week. Um, so you say... I'm going to put $25 a week away because that's $100 a month, right? Mm -hmm. So out of that $100, that's your free and clear money, $100. You should just tell yourself, I get paid $75. Because, that's smart. Yeah, because then your mind is already, uh, it's already looking at this number, $75. And that $25, you can either have it come directly out of like a direct deposit into a savings account yeah that's what i, I or, need to do yeah or you could um what i was doing for a while with um with us here is just taking the money out putting it in an envelope and then putting that envelope someplace else so that it's not in your view it's not in your pocketbook it's not where you can get it okay that's one way to do it that's one way to discipline yourself okay i know it's hard but it is because i i tell people even if you save five dollars a week it's just you're saving still. You're saving something. So to get into the the mindset that I'm going to save something, I know you don't make that much money. Um, you're still a student and you're trying yeah. to go to work um, part-time. But even if you took 1% of your paycheck and put it away, at the end of the year you're going to find that you do have something. So yes. I, I like the idea that you're already thinking about I need to learn how to save because yes. learning how to save is important. Yes, it is. Yeah, and we can work on that together. We could. Yeah. It's going to be hard. No. But I could do it. Don't say it's going to be hard because the mind listens to you and okay. it reacts and responds to what you tell it. If you say it's going to be hard, then it's going to be hard. But if you already make it in your mind and you already decided that this is something that I'm going to do, regardless of the situation, mm -hmm. then it, be it can easier. be done because there's nothing that you can't do. You just have to train your mind, and you have to train your actions. Your actions have to follow. Yes. And it's hard in the beginning because anything that you do is hard in the beginning. But the more you do something, the, the easier it becomes and the more of a habit it becomes. In no time, you'll be able to save money every year. Yeah. And keep in mind, you are still a college student, and you're only working part-time. Yes. So you can't... Um, you can't imagine that you're going to make, you're going to be able to save thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. But any amount of money that you save will put you in a training. It will train your mind to start saving. So now this is something you'll do now and forever. 
Yes. Every paycheck, whether it's right now as a part-time student or five years from now when you have your full-time job, you'll still be in the habit of putting away a certain amount of money. It's called training. And when mm -hmm. you build that foundation right now, it'll follow you wherever you go. I'm ready for it. I think you are. Yeah. And what else do you think you need to do? What else can I help you with? Um, saving was really the biggest thing I need help on. Other than that, like, I could, a fun fact about me, like, dealing with schoolwork, mm -hmm. I do my, as, like, any assignment that I get, I do it before the due date. So, like, with my friends, they'll be, like, stressed out because they have a paper due tonight. I'm just, like, laid back, and they be like, oh, you don't have any essays? And I'd just be like, I already did them, like, beforehand. So I already trained my mind to do the work before it's due. Because okay. that makes life easier. And I could go to work without having to, like, rush back home, not eating, just doing work, like how my friends do. Okay. I'll be trying to tell them. It sounds to me like you are disciplining yourself, and good discipline is important. Yes. You have a good head on your shoulder. So I, I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to be successful, not only in college, but even when you graduate college and go on to to live your life. I think you're going to be successful in whatever you put your mind to. But Thank I, don't, you. I, I want you to keep your mind um, focused and staying upward. Don't ever doubt yourself. Don't ever think that there's something that you cannot do. Mm. And if you need help, please don't be afraid to ask someone. Yes. Okay? Mm. And I think that you're going to be successful. Thank you. I wish you all the best at Rutgers. Thank and, you. And um, I know I'm, we're going to hear from you again because yes. you're going to come on and you're going to help me with all of my future podcasts right mm -hmm. you're going to be my right. little internship and you're going to learn how to do some things so that you know who knows who knows what this particular um position will give you access to later on right yes i feel like it's going to make me talk in front of people more comfortable comfortably because right now when, if I talk in front of, like, a class or whatever, I'm just, like, nervous. But I feel like if I keep doing podcasts with you, I'm more comfortable. Okay. Just talk. Well, then we're going to make that happen. Yes. Okay. All right. Then. Okay. So, I'm not going to torture you anymore. But uh, <laughs> we, we're going to do this again. We're going to come back at another time, and we're going to have another topic, another conversation. We'll think of some topics that we can talk about, some okay. things that... Um, you have to do your research on. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you some topics and you do your research on them. And then I'm going to have you talk to me. That way you'll be in training and mm -hmm. you'll learn how to speak in front of uh, individuals. And okay. since you'll feel the psychology, maybe we'll do some, um, some social issues that we'll talk about so that you can get into a better frame of mind on how to, to get your points across and how to help individuals yes. the way you want to. So we're going to consider this our training ground, okay? Okay. All right. So uh, that's it for our show today. I was talking to freshman mm -hmm. Kalia Lafayette. <laughs> she is a freshman at Rutgers University over here in um, Newark. And mm -hmm. um, she was here yep. just chit-chatting. Yeah. Right? It was fun. It was fun. See you guys next time, though. Yes. It's going to be better. 
it's going to be much better. Yes. Okay, this is Dr. Caroline Bethia Jones, and you just listened to a special edition of Real Talk with Real People.